Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you ask? I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are here live to talk about everything football. I'm sure we'll talk about some referees. We'll talk about match of a day. We'll talk about everything in between. Um, unfortunately, there's no Super Six update this week because the, there was no Super Six, so it doesn't matter. It's all right. Um, no, it's been a busy, busy, busy end of the season. So uh, we've had another two rounds since last week's show. Rye won last Saturday's round with 14 points. Karis Stubbs won the midweek round with 18 points. Uh, but my battle with Rodri is back on. Uh, not such a good week for me. I only got four on the weekend. Forgot my midweek ones again, just to make it interesting. Rodri scored a whopping 21 points over the two legs, which means the lead is only 18 points. So there we go. Easy, see? One week and it's cutting half straight away. Boom! Well, the thing is, Red, I was getting bored, so I needed to bring yeah, you back into the game. You were, bring you back in. You were pissed when you. I wish they had a camera on you and you realised, <laughs> shit, I've not done this for six. <laughs> That'd have been funny, that. Never. <laughs> I was. I'm always laid back, you know. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, I wonder what word you. Wonder what word you use. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was fucking fuming with because I did it last week, and um. 
I was like, oh, for God's sake. And then I didn't even think of it. They, like last week, it was like. <laughs> you said it on last it. week's show. We've got Saturday and next week. We've got two next week. You said it on the show last week. I know. And I didn't even think of it until you messaged me gloating. I hadn't even, it hadn't even clicked in my brain like at any point. Oh, need to do the midweek one. Got to go back to just doing them straight away. Horrendous. But there we go, mate. We've got plenty to talk about. Um, the first thing I want to talk about before we get into the into the foosball is um, a little bit about match of a day in the pundits. But I want to look at it from a different point of view rather than just going over the same ground and blah, blah, blah. Because it's all a bit bullshit to me, to be honest. Like, everyone's entitled to have their own opinion on stuff. So, regardless, unless it's written in your contract that you're not allowed to have an opinion, then say what you want within reason. However, I want to ask, do you think match of a day is due some sort of refurb? Is it like a bit of a, I don't know what the word is, like a bit of a, is it time to change it up a bit? Is it, it's been the same for many years. Is it time to change it? Or is it like a national treasure type thing, which should always be kept pretty much the same? Where do you stand on it? No, I think you should keep it the same. Uh, different pundits? No, no, I just don't think Gallinick has served his time yet. That's the thing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a big Gallinick fan. Mm. But, no, you know, like when you've had your Des Lynams, who's the other guy, he's a recently who's just died, Dickie Davis. You know, these are stalwarts of, of yeah. match today. Uh, Gallinick, Gallinick is that, yes, he's a. He's, he's he's outspoken, but so he's, he's got his own platform. He can do what he wants, as as, as we say, as long as it's not in his contract, and it clearly isn't because they've apologised and let him back on. Yeah, well, the one thing which I did take kind of like a bit of like a, a big positive out of it was the way all his fellow pundits and the commentators they all stuck together, and I like that because that shows that commentators, pundits, slipping everyone. Match of the day was weird, wasn't it? Listening. It was so strange. Like it was, they didn't even call it match of the day, did they? They called it Premier League highlights, no intro. Well, just... But imagine if you're a blind bloke or a blind bird, and you, you know you match the day, treat match of the days, and it comes on like what? Maybe no music. Yeah, no commentary, nothing. It was, um, it was weird. They done like half a million more viewers than normal, but I think that's more the curiosity, wasn't it, to see what they were going to do with it? And look, it was a bullet that no one was willing to take. Like. <laughs> There was an opportunity there for some presenter and some pundits to really have their chance, I guess. Like no one, yeah, because they would have. No one was willing, were they? No. But um, and you know, look, I I commend them for sticking together. I think that's good. I think that is we need more of that in society as a whole. Is yeah. to, um thing and like look, they did try and change it up a little bit with Match of the Day two a while back when they had Colin Murray on. And he was having a bit of banter and a bit of a joke. And um, like your Alan Hansons and people, they didn't like it. They didn't like the the change. They, you know, you, you've never played the game, as they go. But um, it is what it is. Yeah, but Ch- Chappers is all right, though. I like Chappers. I really do. He, he gets about mine, doesn't he? He's on Sky. And yeah, they, yeah. they seem to have opened this, it up. This is what happens when you're good at your job. You, you Everyone get, wants you. Yeah, other jobs. There you go. Um so yeah, that was that. Uh, I I'm kind of I think match of the day should stay the way it is, and 
I do wish sometimes the yeah. pencil tree was a bit better. There's a few on there which I'm not massive fans of. Yeah, but... I'm not a big a fan of all, most of them, to be honest. But um, but do you know what, mate? But together yeah. as a team, they, yeah, they work. That's what I was going to say. As a team, I think they work. And when you compare them to the absolute shit show that talk sports seem to be going down over the last year, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Take the match Rocking. of the day. Yeah. And it's all day long. Yeah, exactly. You, they've got like Shearer, Wright, Murphy. Even Murphy's on top, but Murphy's all right. Um, Jenis. And they've got Kunde O'Hara. Agbon Lahore. They have got some good ones as well. Brazil's good. Um, I like Simon like, Jordan. Ali McCoist. Uh, yes. Goldstein. I like Goldstein and Ben. Yeah. And Jai Bohm, so well, the thing is, they, they don't do what like O'Hara and I'm bag bomb Lahore spring to mind, particularly. They just say bullshit, which they know is going to get a reaction, yeah. And no. that to me, that's not being good at your job, that's just saying something to be contrary and to get a reaction. The bell end, aren't you? Yeah, so I, I got no time for that. Um, a couple of other little things, uh, England squad Gareth Southgate stuck to players who haven't been playing, like your Harry Maguire's. Um, Tony Spacken Phillips. I don't get that one, mm, it's a weird one, isn't it? But yeah. he trusts us. We've talked about this a lot with Southgate. He's got players that he likes and he trusts for me. And you know, like I'm Welsh, so I don't really care. But like to me, I thought now was a good time to maybe move a couple of those players out, but he hasn't. So I guess he'll live and die with that, and it'll ultimately he'll keep his job or he won't in the long term depending on the results but i thought it was a good time to maybe move a couple of those players out who aren't either aren't playing or again a bit older or i don't know it's, it's a weird one tony's deservedly in there i know he's got the betting thing hanging over his head and he's probably going to get some sort of ban but he deserves to be in the squad for the goals he scored over the last yeah. few seasons um would you, if you were England manager, would you cap him, Tony, cap. even though he's going to get banned? Yeah, yeah. He deserves to be in that squad. He should have been in it. He should have already been in that squad. Exactly. Shouldn't he? he should have already played. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. The way I look at it. Um, yeah, he's, going to, he's going to be punished for that. Why should he be punished again before he's even been punished? So, that's something yeah. separate. Shouldn't be punished for something he's going to get punished for. Yeah, it's, 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 it's this weird thing, isn't it? I saw um, a few people yesterday during the Man City match on um, social media, so like on Champions League, and uh, we've talked about social media fans before, but um, I saw quite a few social media fans kind of giving it the should Man City be still playing while they've got these charges hanging over them? If it was an individual player, you get suspended, wouldn't you? If you had all those charges hanging over you, you'd kind of be suspended by the club or whatever. Like, to me... They haven't been found guilty yet, so I mean, you guys, I think you've got to wait for that. But I thought it was an interesting kind of outlook on it. Where do you stand on that? Do you think there's any reason why they shouldn't be currently playing? No, it's not, is it? Because they could, they could get not guilty, couldn't they? Of, of everything. Yeah. So I think. But then, why yeah. is that different for individuals? You know, uh, plenty of individuals having legal it's, troubles. It's pre preference, isn't it? So it, you know. Some clubs might want, but me as a manager and as a player, you know, as a manager, you want your best players to play. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm a football manager. You know, the club can deal with the politics. Mm. If it's a play, you're playing. Boom. It's unless, interesting, isn't it? Unless he's a, a, no, not a serial killer or a rapist. Yeah. 
know, within reason. Yeah, indeed, mate, indeed. Um, but it it's interesting how all the different clubs deal with it, diff, diff, deal with those situations differently, isn't it? Because you've got um, obviously the Mendy one with Man City's B was suspended straight away. You had Greenwood suspended straight away. Um, what a party though has played a massive part for Arsenal all season. But that's it's, been uh, kept pretty quiet, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so it's, I I don't know I don't know what I I don't know anymore what the right thing and wrong thing is with regards to what these clubs should be doing because ultimately if you haven't been found guilty of a crime whatever much, part is allegedly done yeah thanks for that um, yeah it's, you know it's kept pretty quiet so yeah um, so interesting results this week in the in the European games Feyenoord won seven one at home against Shakhtar after drawing one all in the first leg. And I think, if I remember correctly, uh, I think Shakhtar equalised late on in the first leg or the other way around. But Feyenoord looking sharp. Um, Sporting looking decent. Arsenal. Yeah. be interesting if Arsenal, because they um, they went behind in the first leg. They used looking sharp, City. Did you watch that game? I watched a bit of it, yeah. Looked good, didn't it? Looked good. They're starting to find they've got to find that form in the Premier League or now, haven't they? They're, yeah. they're going to chase Arsenal down yeah, and they've got to play both. each other, which is the fascinating yeah. thing, isn't it? They've got to yeah. play each other. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll gloss over Cardiff. No, they had a good result yesterday, mate. Did they? Yeah, draw against uh, West Brom. I thought it was 2 0 down. No, that was Saturday. Saturday they lost oh, 2 0 to Preston. Um, right. that lad, uh, I forget his name now, I'll have a look now. Um, on West Brom played real good game. West Brom, what's going yeah. that? Uh, went all the way, so take that all day long, all day long. So um, they got a four-point cushion over the relegation zone. So picked up a couple of wins and a draw in the last five. So probably take that with the form they were in and the way they were playing. We'll uh, take that all day long. Um, I got to ask you about referee, mate, because I watched uh, what was it, the Leicester game on Saturday. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking, I think it was three, three tackles at least, which were like, oh, fucking hell, like, why isn't VAR looking at that? And I'm thinking, all right, maybe they want to, you know, you don't want to send the players off and spoil the games and that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, give them the benefit of the doubt. And then you watch the next game. I think oh, it was the United game, wasn't it? And, and, and uh, you know, Casemiro sent off. Look, the Casemiro one, I don't think it's a red card because I feel... feel that his foot has bounced off the ball, which has made it. It wouldn't have been high if his foot had not ricocheted on that angle. So I think it's harsh, but I understand it. But then when you look at those ones from the day before, the same referees, like the, the ref who ref the game for United was the VAR ref. Uh, the VAR ref, sorry, was the same. And you're just thinking, what? The how can you go from one to the other? Like well, we talked about this. We talked about this the other day. It's the inconsistency. It's always been the same. But when you deal with, deal with when it's the beings, same guy, wait, and that, what are you doing? The, when you deal with, 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 with human beings and you're dealing with good referees, bad referees. Do you think the refereeing standard shocking since VAR's come in has got worse? Shocking. We've talked about it this week. Why can't we just bring the best referees in the world in? Why can we not do that? Yeah, why does it have to? Why do they have to all? Why do? Why does it all have to be British referees? English, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, mate. Because the refereeing standard at the moment, I think, is so that right. The handball, mate, uh, in the United game 
was the most ridiculous decision I've ever seen. The guy has leant forward onto his knees and almost caught the ball, and Vaz not brought that back. And I'm just thinking, Mate, what are we doing? That, that's the, the, the one uh, City. It's just... And it's just... Like, how can you justify yeah, it's, it? It's laughable. It's laughable. But then you've got Howard Webb, who's just come in on God knows how much money. Supposedly, he's going to... And look, by the way, Howard Webb, was, was, in his day, was one of the best referees around. But, like, I don't know what he's said or done since he's come in. Obviously, I'm not party to that. But it's not working. They've got a big, a big issue with it because it's not just one club who are getting fed up of it. It is the... The overall perspective that all the viewers, all the pundits, everyone's getting fed up of it. And I think that creates a very big problem because you, it puts the referees under more pressure because now everyone is watching every single little decision. Even if it doesn't affect your club, you've got people pulling stuff up and, you know, the age of social media as it is, you've got clips instantly and it's it's laughable, mate. And like even today, and um, just watching that game, which we just watched, that police street booking. Like he's got the ball, like literally he's dribbling it. He's overhit it a little bit, and he's just slid and passed the football. Hasn't re like it's just his follow throughs kind of bumped into the player, not studs up, nothing like that. He's played the ball, literally passed it, and he's got a booking. And then five minutes later, um, someone's I think it was Malassia took someone out you know, took the yellow card and didn't get a yellow card. And it's just like, it's the same game and you can't even get consistency in decisions. It's, it's the inconsistency. It's just, just yeah, it's frustrating. But talk, like, you know, talk about this weekend and then you've got video evidence, cameras everywhere and they're still getting it wrong. Unbelievable, mate. And it's like, you're right. So you're coaching, yeah, at the moment. If you're on the sideline and you're seeing those inconsistencies in the same game, so one team gets a red card or like a Mate, we see it, we see card, it. it must drive people insane. We uh, we see it on a weekly basis. It, we're, we're at the tier seven of football, and the referees are, you know, they're there for a reason. <laughs> but like, uh, well, there was then, one, one the other day that the guy, it's gone over his head. And he's literally handballed it. Our guy's right here next to him. He's going to be in on goal. The referees give him a yellow card. Said no, it wasn't a goal scoring opportunity. He's going away from the goal. I was like, yeah, he's left footed. He's in on goal. He's t two yards in from the eighteen yard box. Two yards out of the eighteen yard box. Are you taking the piss? The defender knows what he's doing. No, no. Knows like by handball and he's, it's the risk in it he takes the risk that he might get sent off and then I watch it back on video because we have VO, VO that watch it yeah so I went back and watched it it was even more blatant it was it was more inside the box than what they originally thought and he was just chatting I wish he had the video just say yeah not bad look see that love a look <laughs> at that but and then the, the managers the and the coaches get in trouble what so the managers and the coaches not, get in I'm trouble I'm cool with it now so I speak to him properly I don't shout, raise my voice, I just talk to them normal. And I just talk to them as I'm going off the pitch. And then as we get to the, the where they're going to, if I need to say anything more, I'll go in the go in the room. But I don't really lose my temper. There's no point. Just no, no. point. But like so Graham. Make Potter, sure you know and make sure you know everything they're gonna question. But the next half he was spot on and we had, we, had, yeah. we ended up with a good result. So 
But like even like Graham Potter, obviously his results have picked up a little bit. But a few weeks ago, he, he was fighting for his job pretty much. Then a lot of speculation about him. And the results weren't going his way. A lot of money spent. And he's getting these just dodgy decisions. That could cost him his job, mate. Mm. You know? And there's no accountability. Arsenal scored. Uh, that's what they needed, an early goal. Do you think... Jacko. Do you think the way to go, mate, is that they have to make referees come out and explain their decisions? Or yes. Do you, yes. So, do you yes. think they have to have, explain have decisions? Mic, have a mic so we can all hear what's going on. Well, I think they have to mic up the refs now. I think it's got to be done. They do it in all yeah. other sports. Yeah. Because for the life of me, I cannot understand how that wasn't a handball penalty on Sunday. For the life of me, I can't understand how at least one of those fouls on the Chelsea-Leicester game is not a red card. Like, they're proper. Some of them were proper nasty. And nothing, not even a booking. And it's just like, until they sort it, I just feel like it's only going to get worse. And I think that's the problem, is is managers, like, it can cost them relegation, it can cost them jobs. Let's give this hours web a bit, bit more time and then we'll see where we're at next year. But if it's the same next year, some some heads have got a roll, haven't they? They've got to, mate, because I think, like, it's got worse since he was announced coming in. Um, and I don't know what, if it's just coincidence that these things have kind of happened as he's come in and they would have happened anyway, or if he's changed anything up. But since he's come in, it's got worse. There's worse decisions going on. Um, and I think that's it's a big problem because it can cost people. At this, t- this time of the year, it can cost teams relegation, promotion, European top four, whatever, Like it, and cost man- managers their jobs. And I just think referees have to be held accountable. And to me, the only answer is to mic them up and make them explain after. Agreed. Then there's an accountability because I feel, I do think, lastly on it, that VAR has made referees... They're almost refusing to make decisions. And then what's happening is because they've got this directive now where unless it's clear, VAR's not going to interfere. So you have a referee on the pitch who's scared to make the decision. And then VAR is too scared to intervene. And it's just it's embarrassing, mate, honestly. Um, Will says, did you see the away keeper at Newport? He caught the ball on the 22-yard line um, where they had the rugby markings thinking that it was the box. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I like to see. Funny. Um, and he, uh, Antonio Conte says um, that he was joking about being sacked before the end of a season. Um, <laughs> Why would they yeah. sack him at the end of the season? Pay him a load of money when they can get rid of him at the end of the season for now. Yeah, it doesn't, much, it doesn't yeah. make a great deal of sense, does it? Yeah. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Between, and um, they're in the Champions League, so why would they fucking mess that up? Yeah. Just reporters being dicks. Yeah, journalist journalism is highest, mate, I think, isn't it? Um yeah. so since we last spoke, obviously you had United at that four uh, one against Betis last week. They've won again tonight, one nil. Um for that particular the European game, how did you think they played overall two legs? Yeah, they did all right. Five one. Um in the quarter final. The quarter final? Yeah, quarter final now, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, good result. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good response last week, like as good as they could have given. Um well, the, the just... home time won it home time won it, didn't they? That, yeah, that, they put it to bed late on. Spell where they got them two free goals, killed the game. Um 
I thought the referee well, killed the game. Away from home. Oh, to go. Oh, that's a bit high. Two. No, he's not give it. Um, offside. Um, no, he's. Um, yeah, the 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 hot but to go away from home and win one 0 It's a very good result. That very good. It was much more open than I thought it was going to be. But um, I thought also I thought United, apart from the two chances, I thought United were relatively comfortable tonight. Um, few players who I thought did quite well. I thought Palistri did quite well. Casemiro was his usual self. Bruno looks so much better in the middle. Um, and I think, do you know what? If I was a United fan, I'd be excited to see Casemiro, Sabitzer, and Bruno play together because I think Sabitzer. You can see as soon as he comes on, his movement off the ball and his passing gives them another dimension, similar to what Ericsson gives them, where he can thread those balls through, which other people don't see. Um, so it'd be interesting if he's fit now, how he does. But obviously, Casemiro's out and he for four games or whatever. Um, who else did I, I thought Sancho... I don't know what's going on with Sancho. Sancho looks better. When he comes off the bench, he looks good. And then when he starts, he struggles. Mm. It's a weird one. I don't know whether it's a... Would you say it's a fitness thing? I think it's just the process of him. It's going to take time longer than. I thought he looked pretty sharp tonight. Yeah, he, he does look on. sharp in bits. That's what I mean. But why? Why is he not looking the same when he's starting? So, uh, yeah, but he'll, he'll get there. I I think he will as well. I think you can see that there's a player there, and also he's going to get game time now. Ganacho's out pretty much till the end of the season. Um, obviously Ericsson's still out, so they haven't really got a number 10 replacement for Bruno. Um, so it'd be interesting how they uh, develop over the, the next couple of weeks without Casemiro. But ultimately, they should be beating, who is it, Fulham on, in the FA Cup without Casemiro. Fulham um, but Fulham have been pretty good this season, all season. They've been very consistent. They have, so, but you know, Arsenal just beat them convincingly at home, 3-0 yeah. at their place. Um yeah, you're at Old Trafford, mate. You should expect to win there. Yeah, absolutely. Casemiro or no Casemiro. Yeah. I think Rashford looks a little bit tired, so I'm not surprised he came off today. Um, good goal, wasn't it? But like, it'd be interesting, mate, how they develop. Harry Maguire, mate, I'm, no one will ever convince me that he's a Manchester United centre-back. I'm sorry. I know people, probably there's some England fans who and, you know think he's good. And that, but <clears throat> for whatever reason... Whenever he plays for United, maybe it's just a case that he doesn't he doesn't start enough, so he's not he's nervous or whatever. He just he gives the ball away. He's out of position. Just amateur hour, mate. He makes everyone else around him nervous, and I just I thought he did okay tonight. He did okay. He was better after. I think I texted you after about half hour, and I was like, Jesus Christ, he's all over the shop. But actually, he did get better as the game grew. But he still he gives the ball away all the time, mate. Um, and he gives it away in dangerous areas. And I just think that's where he gets found out of it because of the way they're trying to play out from the back. Um, on Arsenal, mate, I know they're playing now. They're 1-0 up. Um, I was very impressed with the way they um, they played on the weekend. I thought they were really, really good. Um, what's, uh, who's the... Who's the uh, the sort of number 10 attacking midfielder from uh, is it Martinelli? Yeah, Odegaard. Um, Odegaard, yeah, he's very good, Nate, but he can try. I'm impressed with him about how he controls games because he's still quite young. Because obviously, he went to Madrid, didn't he, at like 15 yeah. or something? Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and he, he does, he really dictates the, the, the tempo of the game. And um, to do that under the pressure that they're under now, chasing a league title, I think is impressive. The um, Martinelli is good as well. I just think Arsenal have got the confidence. And I think until, until they drop points and City capitalise on it, we won't really see if they've got the bottle to hold on. Um, I think because at the moment, every time Arsenal have dropped a point or drawn, so have City. So they haven't. It's all down to the City game, innit? If yeah. City win, then the two points, then it's, then it's on, innit? It? What was the score in the first game? I know City won. Was it It was quite heavy, wasn't it? Wasn't it like 3 0 or something or 3 1? Can't remember. Um, but I tend to think, yeah, if, they, if City was to go and beat them, you know, 2 3 0. It could be really, really tight, but at the moment, some Arsenal. Have been... Some game that though. Yeah, God, it Arsenal look good, mate. I got to say, I've been very surprised by it, and it yeah. goes to show again. I know we said this before, when they were bottom of the league like, at the start of last year, and everyone was calling for Arteta's head. You know, he's not up to it. He's too big a job. Look at him now. Like, even if they finish second, mate, tremendous improvement from yeah. where they were last season. Um, Rob Boyle says. Odegaard is the best midfielder in the Premier League this season. You having that? Better than Casemiro? It's a tough one, that isn't it? Yeah, it is a tough one. If you were picking your team of the year now and you had to pick two central midfielders, would they be your two? Do you reckon? Yeah. 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 De Bruyne? I don't think he's had a great not on season. This, not on this season. Yeah. Uh, if you're going off last night or Tuesday night, then yeah. Sure. But the yeah, season but overall, like, probably, yeah, like 16th of March, where after the World Cup and stuff, he like, would be in it anyway. He'd be the yeah. third, third midfielder. He was a two man midfielder. Sorry, come on, yeah, come on. Um, yeah, I, I think there's definitely an argument to be made about Odegaard being the best central midfielder in the, yeah, definitely. In, the <laughs> in the conversation, anyway. So, definitely yeah, 100%. Um, Newcastle picking up some points, mates. Chasing you down, and you got so Newcastle are up to 44. Tottenham, two points behind United. Brighton, still, mate, still going. Newcastle got some tough games coming up, though. They've got Liverpool, yeah. they've got, I think, they've got Chelsea. So, Newcastle's next three games Forest away, United at home, West Ham, and Brentford. Some tough there games go. there. Um, but this would make or break their season, wouldn't it? At the end of the day, I I just am so impressed with Brighton and the way they play, and the fact that they've they haven't dropped off all season. Like they keep playing the same stuff, same players, and they just haven't dropped off. I think that they've got a game in hand. I still think they're in with a shout. If you're telling me that Liverpool could still get in the top four, which is what everyone says, well, Brighton Man, got look, a- at, look at Liverpool's next three fixtures. Brighton have got a game in hand and they're on the same points as Liverpool. So why aren't Brighton in the conversation? Next three fixtures. Um, so they played Madrid last night. Um, Fulham, Man City, Chelsea. Oof. And who's they got after Chelsea? Oh, sorry, the Fulham game's postponed. So it's uh, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, both away. Then they play Arsenal at home <laughs> and, Leeds, and Leeds away. So they could conceivably lose three of those games three out of four games easily without too much of a drastic thing happening. So 
again, I asked the question, why aren't Brighton in the conversation for top four race? Because we always think these teams will, will, will tail off because that's what history tells us. Um, unless it's a Leicester City that went on to win the league. But ultimately, most times, they tail off because it gets mm. harder. But this year's been a bit different. You've had a World Cup. You've had people having rest. You've had winter breaks. So, it'll be... Um, it's a lot more different. season, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit different. So you might you might see these teams and these Brightons, whoever you thought when Potter went, that they'll tail off, but they haven't. They've got better. Crazy. If, they, if they're up there, the starts possession starts are up there with City. Uh, chances created. They're up there with a bit rest in the team, best in the league. So they're up there by merit, but uh, can they keep it going? These games coming thick and fast now. Can they keep it going? And they got the teams well, like that together. Uh, at Liverpool, got some tough games. Newcastle seems to got their act together. Tottenham have, have started winning games again. United are going to start winning games again. Um, the front two have gone, so it's 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 out it's out of two and it's out of one, I reckon, because United have got third place. So it's it's out of Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton. I don't see Liverpool win, winning two of them games. Let alone three. Let alone three, yeah. Yeah, I gotta say, I think that those that that run of games could probably put paid to Liverpool. I'll give them away from Anfield. I think it was two away, one home. Uh, City and check now. I think and it was City and one, Chelsea. The hardest one is Anfield, Arsenal, probably because they're league leaders. Um, so there we go. Man City at Man City on the first of April, fourth uh, of April. Then two, three days later, you got away to Chelsea, and then the following Sunday they're at home to Arsenal. So I mean, their season could be over in a week. Yeah. But yeah. if somehow they could win three games, there's you know they're going to be right up there. So could can you see them winning at City? No. Yeah. But if they play if they play at the top level, well if they if they pretend they're playing Man United, then yes. Yeah. But potentially they can win all them games. Will they? I very much doubt it. But potentially they could. I asked this question um, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to ask it again because I thought they were piss poor last night, went out of the Champions League with a whimper. Do uh, Liverpool as a team, the squad and the coaches, are they cheating their fans by turning up like they did against United to win 7-0 and being unbelievable to then I, I, I just, just think... other games that just shit? No, I don't think they're cheating the fans because they're still putting the effort in. They're just not... She's not just not getting the same results, but um, and it's like a kind of a transitional period. Some some players are on the way out, mm. uh, a bit of a freak season, like we mentioned before. So, yeah, these four years have been weird. If you think about it, yeah. Well, with like COVID and then yeah. So this is literally three years ago to the day COVID, the lockdowns were starting. Mm. No, three years ago. So it just feels like uh, fucking 10 years ago. Yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, haven't it? And then you add in the World Cup in the just before Christmas. It's been weird, haven't it? And like you look at it like Chelsea a 10th or whatever. I know they, they've won a couple on the bounce now. And you know, buyers, buyers coming in, money getting spent here, there, and everywhere. Well, uh, like we said the other week, mate, the transfer window this coming summer could be absolutely wild the way it's looking. <laughs> 
you look at the like reports that Qatar are going to buy United, and you're going to have like us if Ars- especially if Arsenal win the league, like you're going to have Arsenal, City, United, Newcastle, all with like money to burn. Chelsea, and then Chelsea will do what they do, which is try and sign everyone. And then they, that, I think that is another thing to consider with Liverpool. Could that make it more difficult for Liverpool to kind of reset? And well, I think what Liverpool are doing are trying to get marquee players, top, top, top players. Uh, Darwin Nunes, there's, there's a top player in there somewhere. I'm not seeing enough of this gal, Poker Zappo, whatever his name is. But uh, to get Jude Bellingham, you know, these are top, top players. So. And then you can add pieces to it around it that are not so so expensive. It's a bit like a bit like a, a NFL. Mm. You get the top top players, and then you try and piece the the pieces around them. Still with quality players, you know Robertson's quality player, one of the best left backs in the league. Trent Alexander, one of the best right backs going forward, going on the other side is questionable. You know Thiago, Salah. You know, it's players got, there, isn't it? They've got nucleus of a very very good side, yeah. Um, what about Tottenham? Where do we stand on their current? Um, all depends what Harry Kane does. Doesn't it? <coughs> Surely, if Harry, if, Harry, if Harry Kane comes to United, forget about it. It's all over. Damn, I'm not even getting into the Harry Kane conversation with regards to United again. But what I will say is, surely they won't bring Pochettino back just to keep Harry Kane happy or just to keep him at the club, will they? I don't know. I you, got, you got to remember, Pochettino didn't win anything at Tottenham. No. But I saw someone, uh, one of the reports, which is obviously you take with a pinch of salt, that they were going to offer Harry Kane a say in how the team was going to be run in terms of transfers and things. That's true, that's you true, cannot that's give a player that sort of power. No, I know it's bullshit. That, that, what was that in the sun? The I don't know. I don't know. It was just one of them, like something, you know, yeah, dodgy, no. dodgy journalism, isn't it? But like, you just can't do that, can you? That, you just no, can't do that. Yeah. Doesn't happen, mate. Doesn't happen. These, do you these think are Conte football, there? The football players. What? You reckon Conte will still be there starting next season? No, 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 no. He's no. done, isn't he? No, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. Brentford still looking good, and they're only a point behind Brighton. By the way, they got playing yeah, the game exactly. more. Why don't we talk about Brentford? If we talk about Brighton. If we're talking, all I'm saying is, if we're talking about Liverpool being in the top four race. Then to me, Brighton and Brentford deserve to be in the same conversation. Regardless, it will be in two weeks' time after they've played them three games. City, Chelsea away, and then Arsenal at home. Mate, if they they were conceivably to lose those three games, Liverpool could end up, they could be dug down in 10th, 11th, because Chelsea are picking up, Fulham keep picking up points, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, they're all picking up points. They're all. So it's very, and it's all ifs and buts, I suppose. Very congested, um, isn't it? Yeah, even at the bottom, mate, it's so congested. Yeah. Yeah. Like right up to Palace. 15th. 12th. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. I was looking at 25. There's literally like five points from 12th to bottom. No, so yeah. It could be anything, can not it? That could be literally yep. anyone. Yep. Um, any big teams you see who might struggle to stay up? Leicester, maybe they've no. lost four on the bounce. No, Palace are on a struggle, but I think they've done enough. I think because they've got to play the teams around them, so I think they'll get out that way. I think Southampton done, 
Leeds. Done. West Ham? Uh, no, Bournemouth. Done. That's interesting to me. Because I look at the form of... Like, Leicester have lost four and a bounce. Um, Forest Leicester have got quality to get out of it, though, haven't they? But at some point, that quality's got to start putting the ball in the net, haven't it? I agree, yeah. But, you know, when you Forest miss... Forest haven't won you a game Seems like when Madison plays, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, Palace haven't won a game in five. Forest haven't won a game in five. Like, there's some bad form down there. But the way the Premier League is now, it's, it's much more like a championship of past yeah, years where anybody, anybody could win anything. And, yeah, we talked about it, didn't we? Like, the um, because of the World Cup, it feels like there's only, like, five, six games to go. But there's a lot of points to be played for. A lot of points to be played for. It's like 10 games to go. Yeah, something like that. It's madness, isn't it? Um, someone just, I think it was Donna asked the question, who would do, do we think is be the player of the year and young player of the year for Cardiff? Uh, I don't expect you to know that, mate, but if you do have an input on it, you're more than welcome to have one. I think yeah. uh, Perry, Perry NG will be player of the year, deservedly, and young player of the year, I would probably go with um, Philomene or potentially... Cabba, maybe, although I don't know because he's only been there since January. But um, Cabo scored yesterday again. I've been really impressed with him. He's explosive, creative, gives him something different. Big fan of him so far. Really like it. Um, Middlesbrough marching on, mate. But you know who's suddenly uh, getting a bit of momentum? Only a point behind Borough is Luton. Again, for the third season in a row, finding form at the right time. And then... Um, they're experienced at it now, mate. They've been in and around they're those gonna eventually do it. They're going to eventually do it, aren't they? Yeah, and look, I think I, if you remember, I said last year I really wanted them to go up. Good old-fashioned football club, football ground. Um, they're doing really well, mate. And the form that they're in at the moment, they play good football, mate, as well, which I think is good. The um, Just one free on the bounce against Swansea, Sheffield United and Bristol. All difficult games. And they won all what each one one nil. That's the form which takes you up in the championship. Um, Marky Mackay form that is. Not there as well. They probably got 12, 13 games. Not them. as many games. I was there. They've played thirty-seven, so they've caught up a little bit in the oh, championship. They play, what do they play? Forty-six. Is it forty-six or forty-three? Yeah, forty-six. Forty-six. So yeah, there's still. How would they say? How would they play forty? I know. I forty-six it is. It's um. So there's what. Six left, Oof. so tight down there, mate. No, that was nine, just 37. But 37, 46. Yeah, sorry, nine. Okay. Oh my god, no wonder I'm losing the lost super six this week. I can't add up. Um, can't flick a switch, can't add up, can't <laughs> be super six. Come on, uh, it's tight down the bottom of the championship, mate. Like, just like a Premier League, all the way up to probably 18th, I'd say. Uh, within danger, even maybe Swansea in 17th. I think they're probably Swansea are 10 points off bottom, so I think they should be safe. But they're only eight points off 22nd, so I don't know. And they're in bad form, they haven't won a game in five games. Cardiff and Rotherham have picked up a few wins and draws. It's tight, tight, tight. Uh, another shout out to Coventry, mate, who at the start of the season were like, what, five games behind bottom of the league. Right up there, doing nicely. Um, Burnley running away with it. Um, can't stop winning. 
Do you think who do you think is going to get second in the championship? Borough. Mm. Yeah, I think I, th- I don't know. Luton's there, mate, and I just look at him and I think, oh, here we go. Uh, you say Nine Luton, then you say Luton, I'll say Borough. But I do think Borough, as I oh, like, I think it's between them two. I think it's between them two. That'll make. I it think Sheffield, Sheffield United are going to fade away. That's my that's my opinion. Um, right. So which so one I is think, it, Luton or Middlesbrough? I think Middlesbrough. Um, they score more goals, so I think probably Middlesbrough. Um, right. But like I just said, to steal my choice again. Yeah, I gotta copy you, mate, don't I? I gotta make up that 18 point lead. Um I think the uh I do think Luton have got if you keep winning one nil, you could they'll go up for me at the end of the day because they won't not concede nothing. Um what's the Arsenal score, please? One nil. Still one nil. Half time. Boring, boring Arsenal. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win? Do you think time. All right, okay. You sure? Yeah, it's forty three minutes. Mm. Who um who do you fancy for the Europa League? United. Like, you do think United will be up in well, there? United or Arsenal, isn't it? I don't know, mate. I look at some of the teams and who's in there. Feyenoord one seven one tonight. Um, just don't know, mate. You, you mate, in one in one off game, possibly in two legs, no chance. Well, yeah, but the finals are no one chance. off. You've got to, you've got to think about the Dutch league, Premier League. Yes, they're playing okay, but once they play against a real proper Premier League team, they won't. They won't but they don't yeah. have to play a Premier League team to get to the final, do they? No, that's correct. That's what I'm saying. It's a one-off game. They've got more of a chance in a two-legged game. No chance. So who's if you're saying United and Arsenal are the standout sort of teams within it? Who is Juventus, there? The, Juventus, Juventus, Roma, Roma, because you know and he'll fancy it, won't he, Mourinho? Yeah, I'll get it, definitely. All day long. Um, who else there's in there? Seville, just about still in. Oh, no, they are in. They they lost tonight, but they went through on a the first leg, 2-0. And, they, and they, they're struggling in the league then. They're a relegation fight, aren't they? They are, yeah, but they, well, just, they, win they, it, just, they win it. They win it every yeah, year. Yeah, just historically, oh. don't they? Um, are, Eintracht, are the holders still in it? Eintracht Frankfurt. Or no, they, the they, they played, they got battered last night off Champions League. Let's have a look. Napoli. Napoli, yeah, that's it. And uh, Oshman. That's who United should be going for, not fucking Harry Kane. Harry Kane's shite. Harry Kane's guaranteed 25 goals a season. Guaranteed. Boom. 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 And you don't think that Victor Oshman will score more He's goals? Not, not guaranteed. Not that Premier League. It's a different animal. Come on. Ah, uh, he looked good. Did you see his header yesterday? Yeah. Bullet. Yeah. Like yeah. a bullet. He, um, I do think um, Paul Scholl said something interesting earlier. He said he thinks that he looks like a Chelsea striker, like a Drogba or um, or that type of ilk, which I thought was quite interesting take. But as I said it last week, so I don't want to beat a dead horse. I just don't think Harry Kane fits into the way United play and the type of forward that they're looking for. He's a centre forward. You just time to stop dropping deep. You don't need to do that here. You're at Man United, not Tottenham. It's pretty simple. Stay up there and you'll get 30 goals. You beat Alan Shearer's record in two years. Or <laughs> keep dropping deep when you don't need to. It's just the discipline and being good coach. 
and that's what the veterinarian argues. Do you be saying what you're coming deep for here? We don't need you to do that here. Sometimes you can, can do when it's joining and play and to to get involved or to link up play, but you don't need to be doing that all the time. Stay up there, mate. Mm. Um, Newcastle striker Callum Wilson uh, was on the Footballers Football podcast this week. And he said, for me, uh, racism is still very present, especially with social media and stuff like that. And he thinks that that's why we don't see more black players going into management. Do you agree with that? Or do you no. think that they just don't no. get given the opportunities? No, yeah, I don't, don't agree with that at all. They just don't get the opportunities. It's weird, isn't it? Because... Nothing to do with Twitter. How many, managers, how many managers do you see on Twitter anyway? Yeah, there's not many, is there? I can't think of maybe a handful, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I don't think, you know, Paul Lynch is on Twitter. He's not tweeting every day. I don't think he even, he even probably uses it. It's someone mm. else doing it. But, yeah, no, definitely not. That's rubbish. It's, um, so they were on about um, the, like, the amount of, Social media would be racist abuse, which players get. I think Mick and Mikhail Antonio's the latest to get it, and I think like it is a problem, isn't it? And we yeah. like I think we've yeah. discussed about like social media. You should have to verify your account, and if you can't yeah. verify it, then you don't 100%. get it. Hundred percent, because literally like uh, passport or uh, driver's license, some kind of ID, real ID. I'll. I'll you know, security, the way you do it when you join a bank or whatever you join, you got to do these security questions, go through it. Or, yes, it's a ball like at the start. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same. Like, if you're on a betting site or something like that, you have to do it, don't you? If you Correct. Want to draw money Correct. out. Or, you and know, I think... or I'm in, into my crypto. So if you join one of these crypto apps, they want to know everything. They want your passport number. They want a picture of you. They want you to be in national insurance number. They want uh, your driving license. They want everything. But once it's done, it's done. Mm. And the thing is, mate, right, is like we're both fathers. It's like one of the first things you tell your kids is like you're responsible for what comes out your mouth, what you say, what you do. You've got to take responsibility for your own actions. And then you go on like a Twitter or something, and it's just literally a free-for-all of people who are just saying any old bullshit. And they've got no responsibility unless they're stupid enough to do it under their real name which a few of them have haven't they and yeah. they obviously then get prosecuted but to me it's a very simple solution in terms of the social media companies have got to be a bit proactive and just go yeah you've got to verify yourself if you don't verify yourself it's really easy though it's, yes, it's, it is. it's really easy to implement as well isn't it yeah, and then I think really, that's why people really find it frustrating, isn't it? Really easy. But then it, that's why it's frustrating, isn't it? Because it's so easy to enter it uh, to to implement, and then and then we just keep seeing the same cycle of, you know, uh, these players just getting the same abuse all the time, and it's just like we've got to at some point someone's got to just go right. Let's sort this shit out. And no one seems to want to take responsibility for it. And I do think that it, you know it's got to be the social media companies who've got to do it. But they they will do it if they have enough pressure from 
FIFA, the Premier League, whoever it is. I mean, FIFA's comical in itself, and they don't give a shit. But like the Premier League and the FA and people like this and, and the government, they've got to put pressure on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and say, no, you need to do better. But will they? Will they fuck? Will they fuck? Uh, Aaron Ramsey named new Welsh uh, captain. When he plays, well, please fit. He's in the squad. Do you think that is the correct choice? Yes, yes. Always, always, always turn turn up for Wales. Never let us down. Been a very, very good servant. It's always been Bale and Ramsey over the last five, ten years. Um, so yeah, very good choice. And do you know what? How old is Aaron Ramsey? How old is he? Like 30, 30. 30, 31, something like that. He's yeah. not like late, you know, late thirties. He's he's still got a lot in him, I think. And also, um, I think people forget is he was um, Gary Speed's captain, and he did a very, very, very good job of it. The only reason he ended up having it taken off him was when was when Chris Coleman decided, no, I'm going to do things my way, and he wanted to give him a bit more freedom away from the captaincy. And actually, Aaron Ramsey did a great job as captain of Wales previously, so I think it's a good choice. Ben Davis is the Vice captain again. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Good choice um, yeah. Big fan of um, Ben Davis. Um, Rob Boyle just asked us to, to discuss something. Um, I'm going to bring it Boyle's up because again. I'm not aware. So he asked, um, "Have you talked about the Welsh Women's League? Uh, uh, the the manager of Afan Lid Lido, Afan Lido, Afan Lido. Um, he sparked out the ref. So um, I'll have a look now and see if I can get it. I'll uh, I'll even put it on the screen. Sparked um, out a ref. Yeah. What the Welsh national manager for the women? No, no. The, it happened in the Welsh women's league. Apparently, there you are. Probe launched after referee assaulted by by the coach in a women's football match. So, uh, South Wales Football Association has launched an investigation. Oh, mate, that's the end of that because the South Wales FA is a fucking joke. Um, has launched an investigation into an alleged incident um, at a women's football match in South Wales. Gwent police have said two men and left involved two men left one was suffering with facial injuries. Um, yeah, so he's apparently sparked him out. Um, so they were cooper the club said they're cooperating with the, the probe and, and whatnot. I was hoping there was going to be a video, but there's not, doesn't seem to be. Um, so we can't have a look. It's difficult to talk about it without seeing the situation. No, it doesn't, you can't, it doesn't really matter. You shouldn't give. Yeah, you can't. Go, yeah, but he no. could have been defending himself, couldn't he? He could have been defending one of the women. Like what I mean by there could be some sort of context which we don't know. But obviously, you can't go around punching referees. There's ways. There's ways, there's ways to deal with it. When there's not physical assault, is not the way to deal yes. with it. I know. I agree. And I think I, I know. I know. Sometimes we we want to punch the ref's head in. I you can't do it, though, can you? I want to do that many, many times, but unfortunately, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. And I think um, he's probably looking at a lifetime ban, Dragon. Oh, yeah. Surely. Yeah, he's finished. He's he's gone. Done, done, done. Out of here. Yeah, I, I can't see how he can come back from that. No. I really don't. Because it opens, it opens up a whole can of he's, words, he's doesn't it? coaching under eight team in about 15 years. That'll be about it. 
Yeah, I don't see how you come back from that. I really don't. Oh, it dogs, mate. Have you I've, ever I've seen him? Um... He gets out of doing his porridge. No, then, then he's, yeah, he's finished. Yeah, he's gone. Have you ever seen any uh, kind of like instance like that in, like towards the ref uh, in your time? Or no, people no, no, no. I got out of hand about two or three years ago. Was it about two or three years? It may have been longer ago. And um, referee proper wound me up. And I just lost it. And uh, he, he booked me and he took his pen out. To fucking write and he whatever he's gonna fucking write on. No, so you threw his pen. I took his pen off him and just went fuck off right in his head. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, he sent me off, but yeah, it was just a loss of just my head when obviously at yeah. time I went in and apologized and yeah, but I just lost my head. That's probably the worst thing I've seen happen to that because I just fucking lost it and then fucking hit him right in his eye. I went fuck off, right? We like fucking Michael Van Gogh. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a hefty ban for that then, or just no? This, off this, this is the funny thing. This is he was in a charity game on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, <laughs> a very giggling. Got all that. Got all that het up just a work charity game. Yeah, no, shocking. Uh, no, um, I did Rob, get booted to football. That's why. Yeah, I mean, booted me right from the through the back. He's. I've got the ball in the front. He's booted me from the back of the ankle and kicked the ball with my foot and he said he won the ball <laughs> won the ball because he kicked my fucking foot you daft prick and he went hey, hey, hey go bring me yellow card out so he's got the yellow card out with a penny oh yeah yeah fuck off I'm betting you and then walked off he's like I just scrambled so I got his red card <laughs> I'm going anyway in a bit Jesus um, Rob said no it wasn't it in terms of context he was just fuming with the decisions and lashed out. Yeah, that he's done there it. Oh, yeah, he's toast, mate. He's toast. Yeah. Criminally charged. Criminally charged. Yeah, Never be coaching again, especially women, you know? Yeah, well, I can't see how he comes back from that in any way. Like, I was you thinking. More disciplined with women if you're a man in a women's in coaching. Within a women's game, yeah. yeah. God, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one, no? It's to, to lash out like that, but. You, like, I would imagine he'll probably be looking at they'll probably press charges as well. I would have thought because well, that's, what I, mean. that's what I mean by saying he's doing his porridge, mm -hmm. he's doing his porridge and he'd be out, no coaching for him. Would he? He won't even be able to keep coach kids, would he? No, he's just finished, mate. He'd be on his DBS and everything, he's finished. Mm -hmm. so, um. Last thing I wanted to ask you, I forgot to ask you earlier. Did you think the Casemiro one on Saturday or Sunday was a oh, sending off? No, no. It was stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pathetic. But the handball definitely that was not that was not a penalty at all, was it? No, no. no. Um you that's your natural position to put your hand down. If you don't put your hand down, you face plant the floor. <laughs> I meant it was um it's some embarrassing refereeing decisions over this last couple of weeks, and they've got to do something about it, as we said earlier. Um, where's that thing? Then? There was one more thing I wanted to ask you about, and I can't find it. Oh, we'll have to talk about it again. Um, we'll be back next week. What about the soccer set? Oh, it's not oh yeah, go on. Yeah, no, go on. Let's do them so I don't forget. Well remembered, mate. Soccer yeah. six predictions. You're bad. You're not remembering stuff. You're not remembering to switch just the sound on. What else was it? You don't know uh, what I want. You don't know what my two, two is. 
I'm getting old, mate. You know, I'll be catching you soon. Um, right, let's get the games up. Another like six or seven or eight points, and it's only like ten points this weekend. So I'll finish. I give you like a thirty-five. Was it thirty-five point start? Uh, 30, thirty point leave lead. I lay you back in the right. I it balls, was more, it's more than 30, 35 points, and you. Oh my god. This is going to be an absolute laughing stock. Massacre. I was bored, mate. I was like so far ahead. I was sure, bored. Sure you um, what, what did you say when you seen the text on Tuesday? When I read that text? Well, when you told me that I'd missed it. Yeah. I just laughed, mate. I was just, <laughs> just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Absolutely. What is going on? Nothing. Um, Should have been running Rod- at Keltenham today. Oh, look at that for a game. Saturday. 18th of March, Cardiff are away to Rotherham, who is the uh, the team directly above them by a point. Um, how did you see that game that going? Track. Rotherham to Cardiff, Cardiff to Rotherham. Geography me, geography me. How, and, how far and, is that? I imagine you actually, it's not you're coming from South Wales, and it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So, what are we saying three, there? Cardiff 3 0? Three, 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 four hours. Uh, I don't know. Tough game, that. It's gonna be yeah. It's always close some games, isn't it? Go either way. Only a point in it between the two of them, right? Yep. Uh, Spurs at, uh, sorry, Spurs away to Southampton. I'm gonna go two, three, two nil Spurs. I got three one, three, three one Spurs. Uh, Brentford at home to Leicester. It's Brentford. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Leicester, 2-1. Uh, Villa at home to Bournemouth. Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, 2-0 two, two Villa. Nil, I'm going to go 1-0 Bournemouth. 2-0 uh, um, Villa. Wolves at home to Leeds. 1-0 Wolves. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, Chelsea at home to Everton. Ooh. One of these days, Chelsea are going to give someone a spanking. I think. Um, I think it's fair to say it's coming. So I'm going to go with a, just a two nil. Uh, That's to, what I was going to say. Chelsea. So I'm going to go four nil or double it. No. Double it, and then lastly, we got Arsenal at home to Palace. It's a tricky Ooh. one, but it's a, it's at Arsenal, so I think I'm going to go three one to the. Arsenal 2-0 Arsenal so on paper all very you know going with the favourites and stuff but uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple of upsets I got it I think I went against them didn't I what did I say you went Brentford I went Leicester yeah so that could be that could be the decider interesting stuff right mate as always a pleasure always a good giggle um We'll be back next week. UFC on Saturday, mates, at a decent time. Usman back back in the game. You reckon? Don't uh, think Leon Edwards in in at Wembley or whatever it is. The old headshot dead is uh is been used. So I hope he, I hope Leon Edwards wins. But talking about it to my son before these wrestlers, yeah, different breed. Yeah. These wrestlers. I think um, Usman's going to try and. Hanged him for five. He's going to try and Khabib him, and he just drag him down and yep, man under him. Um, yep. John, it's on John John Jones him to death. Yeah, 
certain age. But it's on at a decent time, isn't it? It's on like seven o'clock in the evening because yeah, it's like in the UK. Time, if you want to, um, if you want to do a watch along, mate, let me know and we'll jump on and just watch yeah, yeah. it and have a chat as we're going. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Um, just let me know. But um, yeah. In the meantime, check out the sports social for audio versions of all the various shows. Check out the big debate, uh, the big debate live as well. We done one on capital punishment the other day. It's on the uh, my story streams and it's on YouTube and that. It's the interesting one that was. Interesting talking about should capital punishment still be in there? Uh, should still be in Rodders? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Get these hung. Shoot him in the head. Move yeah. Along. Shoot him in the head. No, not shoot him in the head. Just hang. Just hang him. Just put him down a little trap door. Boom. See in a bit. Yeah. And then next. Just, and then just lower. Just he's got water. And then once they're dead, just boom in the crocodiles. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Feed. And we don't have to worry about them. Yeah, a man of the people feeding the animals, getting rid of the paedophiles. There you, you go. There you go. Solutions. Nice one. Sports Social Podcast Network.